This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most trusted news team in Southeast Texas. Our headlines this morning, bigger cities in Southeast Texas, not the only ones seeing a sudden spike in COVID cases. There's also a rapid rural rise taking place in smaller communities. Kelsey Boers is live in studio this morning to break down some of those numbers for us. Good morning, Kelsey. Good morning. Yeah, let's take a look at those numbers because they have increased quite a lot since this time last week. Here's a breakdown of the numbers in some of those rural counties. The numbers are a combined total of both confirmed and probable cases. Jasper County topping the list with 76 new cases, followed by 56 in Tyler County, Newton with 14 and Sabine County has eight. Jasper County Judge Mark Allen says since the start of the pandemic last year, COVID has claimed 95 lives in the county. He hopes there are no more deaths with this latest surge. He says right now the COVID comeback seems to be targeting unvaccinated and the younger population. We're getting to see more 30, 40, uh, 50 year olds. Um, and, you know, previously we were seeing a whole lot of um, older, older our, um, citizens catching it. But now it seems to be more of our, our workforce. Um, our, like I said, our, our 30s and 40s, early middle age uh, and some young and um, children. And that worries me. The Jasper Newton Public Health District encourages people who are homebound and have not been vaccinated to call 409-384-6829 to make an appointment for someone to come to them and administer the shot. Also, there's a vaccination clinic coming up at the Jasper County Courthouse in downtown Jasper. That'll be Saturday, August 7th from 730 in the morning until 7 in the evening. So. It is so pretty easy to get your hands on a vaccine, whether you are homebound or whether you're able to get out and you don't have to wait for that vaccination clinic. If right. you're in those rural mm -hmm. counties, you can just contact the health department and find out when and where or a lot of private places are, are handing out. Yeah, vaccines. I was going to say you, you can also go to pharmacies now mm -hmm, yeah. if you want to get a vaccination. I would be curious to know if if the county health clinics uh, and health departments have seen an increased interest in vaccinations over the last week to two weeks since we've started talking about this, you know, surge in cases. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think if they haven't seen it yet, it's definitely coming. All right, Kelsey, thanks. Mm -hmm. We'll talk again in just a bit. It is 37 past the hour, five o'clock. In some developing news this morning, only days following the closure of the tax offices in Mid County and Port Arthur over a confirmed COVID case, Jefferson County Tax Assessor Allison Nathan Getz announces two more of her employees have tested positive for the virus. These latest two work in the Beaumont office inside the downtown Jefferson County Courthouse. Getz says the office will remain open and she's encouraging the staff there to wear masks. Testing for those workers will be available Friday. As for the Port Arthur office, that'll be closed all week. 17 employees from the PA office and the Mid-County location will be tested today. Getz says depending on those results, she may reopen the Mid-County office by the airport tomorrow. However, she wants the public to know that all transactions can be done online or by mail. Getz says her priority is to keep everyone safe. Happening today, Orange County commissioners set to vote on whether to open a new COVID-19 vaccine hub in their city. K 
County wants to rent space on Strickland Drive, use it as a vaccine hub. Residents have been traveling to Hardin County for health care and to the Expo building in Orange County to receive COVID-19 vaccinations. The location on Strickland in Orange would centralize all health care needs for residents. Also happening today, Beaumont City Council set to vote on whether to buy the former AT&T building in downtown. It's all part of a proposed plan for some riverfront development. The agenda for the meeting indicates council will vote on whether to buy the property for $2.8 million plus closing costs and title fees. The city says the money would come from their general fund, which has a balance of more than $50 million. Council held a forum recently, lots of folks speaking up both for and against the plan, with most of those saying they favored it. Critics say the city should not use tax dollars to buy the building. Supporters, on the other hand, say it's time to move forward and that riverfront development is long overdue. And now your daily weather forecast from the most trusted weather team in Southeast Texas. Good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Samuel coming to you live from the KFDM at Fox 4 Weather Center on this Tuesday, July the 27th, 2021. Going to be another warm and humid day across Southeast Texas. As a matter of fact, we're seeing temperatures across much of the area this morning barely getting out of the 80s. So it is a very warm start this morning as we have a bit more cloud cover than we've seen over the last couple of days and a couple of isolated showers pushing through southwest Louisiana trying to make it across the Sabine River but struggling to do so. Might see a couple of sprinkles this morning but that would be about it. Now as we work our way through the afternoon we'll be looking for another toasty day. Temperatures in the lower to middle 90s across most of southeast Texas. The difference today between the last couple of days we'll see about a 30% coverage of some isolated showers and thunder storms late this afternoon and into the early evening. So that rain should help to cool things off a little bit late in the day. Now as we push through the rest of the week, smaller chance of rain in the forecast for Tuesday, but it's not or for Wednesday rather, but it's not zero and temperatures will be pushing up another couple degrees back into the mid 90s. Overall, the next few days winds will remain fairly light, so the wind is not going to help to cool things off. It is going to stay very warm and it's going to stay very sticky right through the end of the work week. Thursday and Friday we'll see 30% coverage of showers before things kind of quiet down again for the weekend looking for generally partly cloudy skies with high temperatures averaging out to about 95 degrees across parts of southeast texas of course some of the areas in the usual warm spots hardin county southern jasper southern newton county could see highs into the upper 90s now as we head into early next week there is a little system coming through a little trough of low pressure will develop just off to our east so that'll increase rain chances again early next week and maybe cool us off just a touch. Of course, this time of year, we are continuing to watch the tropics, certainly the Atlantic Basin, on into the Caribbean and the Gulf of Mexico. And right now, things continue to remain fairly quiet across the Atlantic as Saharan dust is still in play across the uh, eastern Atlantic coming off the coast of Africa. But as we head through the next several days into the weekend and early next week, there are some signs indicating that the dust is going to relax a little bit. And as we flip the calendar from July into August, we'll have to keep our eyes vigilant on the Atlantic Basin and certainly the Caribbean for potential tropical development. Of course, late August into early September is peak hurricane season in the Atlantic Basin. So again, recapping today, going to be another warm and humid afternoon. Temperatures will be in the lower to middle 90s, and we'll look for a 30% coverage of showers and a few thunderstorms. Of course, anytime you want, download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. You can track the storms and temperatures all across southeast Texas or really anywhere in the country for that matter. That's a look at your forecast on this Tuesday. 
make it a great day.